0: Ginger on ginger, ginger
1: on ginger, Jacob has
0: red hair, so does Alex. Yay! Hello and welcome to Ginger on Ginger, the podcast where two redhead comedians choose a word phrase or concept and then talk about it through their gingery lens. I'm Jacob Godby. I'm Alex Tate. Today's episode is presented by Clarks. Clarks' story began almost 200 years ago when Cyrus and James Clark made a slipper from sheepskin. At the time, it was groundbreaking, a combination of invention and craftsmanship that's remained at the heart of what Clarks does. From the very beginning, Clarks has always thought differently. Brilliant ideas are what set Clarks apart. We are teaming up with Clarks and Podgo to bring you up to 30% off on select items, including on the iconic Clarks Desert Boot, by going to podgo.co slash Clarks. That's podgo.co slash Clarks. So now we know the origin story of Clark's Alex. <laughs>
1: yeah. There you go. Um, Jacob, two stories I have to tell you that I think will spark some conversation. The first one just happened to me. I just got off work great, and I believe I interacted with an extraordinarily high man. <laughs> oh, beautiful. <laughs> because he had a, he had a jacket on from a design group in town. That's mm-hmm. very well known. Um, so I, I, I took him for a professional, you know. It's not like they give those jackets out for free or whatever. So, but he, we walked into the store, and he was like, "What is up, buddies?" Huh. And, and both me and my coworker were like, "Uh, hello." And he goes, "You got insoles?" And I was like, "Yeah, we got insoles." He then puts. I show him the insoles. He picks one he wants. And then he puts the insoles on the bench, right. Mm. Mm-hmm. He he like lays them out on the bench and he's like, Can I step on these? And I was like, Yeah, absolutely. You know, thinking he would take them off the bench, put them on the ground. Oh, no. <laughs> and stand on them. No, he stood up on the bench. Like stood on the bench and stood on them on the bench. And I go, You could stand on the ground. And he goes, Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> Then, then he, then he's like, "These are great. These are odd. like way too stoked. Way more stoked about insoles than anyone I've ever seen in my time. It's a fucking shoe insole." And he's like, mm-hmm. "Whoa, yeah, man, these are so good, buddy." He kept calling me buddy, um, and then he, then our st- I can't. I'm not going to do a good job of describing our store, but know that 60% of the wall space in the store is taken up by, you guessed it, shoes, okay? You cannot go anywhere in that store without seeing the shoes. They're the dominating feature in the store. He then, then he goes, whoa. (laughs) You guys got a lot of shoes. (laughs) Just stares at them in just dead silence. And I go, Would you like to try them on? He's like, I just got to take it in for a second.
0: Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Just got to take in all these shoes, dude. And then he goes, Nike? That's all he says. He says, Nike? And I go, we carry Nike? And I pointed to him, and he goes, nice, nice, man. So cool. So good. So good, dude. So cool, buddy. Then pulls not a Nike off the wall and goes, this is a good looking shoe. Yeah, man. I'm not going to try it on. I'm not going to waste your time then he then he puts it back on then he checks out checking out as normal and then he's like walking out and then we have the sale rack and i this is going to sound super vulgar but i can't describe these shorts as any other way they are running shorts that didn't sell for us at all bec- they're, hence why they're on the sale rack and they yeah. are they look like a pair of black shorts that uh, you have used as a jizz rag okay that's the pattern on them is like this white streaky jizz rag thing Gross. like okay. it's it's awful i'm like who, who the fuck of course we didn't sell these he just grabs those off the sales rack and he's like whoa these are so cool and at this point my coworker has to uh excuse himself he walks right. in the back because he's laughing so hard uh, and we call them the cum rag shorts yeah. and he's just like waving around the cum rag shorts like they're the coolest thing ever and then he. He was kind of like my size he's not a big dude then he buys an extra large and i say (laughs) you know this is an extra large and he goes yeah man i like them kind of baggy and i'm like yeah but these this is going to fall off of you this is not baggy like these won't stay up and he's like it's all good man i just like they're just so soft and then he bought those (laughs) two and then left (laughs) that's beautiful what what
0: i wish i had that man's energy right now well
1: it's because i think he was high yeah (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't as, as at first i was like what an odd fellow and then my coworker was like i think it was high and i was like ah yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> that puts a lot of things into perspective okay second story i was hanging out with some friends on saturday and um at a at at a airbnb which had a okay. really nice uh speaker setup for beautiful for the uh, tv and so we were just bumping music videos and one of them requested um, Father Stretch My Hands. Okay. Um, from The Life of Pablo.
0: Yes, by Kanye West.
1: Yes, his last good album. I think that album was amazing. And she, she was like, yeah, I played it. And she was like, does this song have a music video? And I was like, no, but Famous does. And she goes, oh. what? Oh. She goes, what? And I go, have you not seen the music video for Famous? she goes no and then we sat and i was just re-reminded of the excruciating torture that is the famous music video
0: this is so weird because i literally was just looking up the famous video the other day to prove a point to myself oh ew weird yeah i know this is we are on the uh, weird wavelength it's four (laughs) years old i saw that and i was like holy
1: shit this came out four years ago
0: for anyone that hasn't seen the famous video by Kanye West, it features him in bed with nude wax figures of notable celebrities: Donald Trump, Taylor Swift, well, it's it's Amber notable, Rose.
1: Ce- notable celebrities to his life, like people right. that are connected that he's had some sort of controversy or in some way, shape, or form with.
0: Yeah, and it's really voyeuristic and they're, uncomfortable.
1: They're naked, naked waxed dolls, and they are very, very, very lifelike. Yeah and uh the song plays and then halfway through the song there's about a six minute gap with no noise whatsoever just deep like (sighs) for six minutes as the camera just pans around these these wax figures that look really real i mean it has they have like skin pores and stuff like that like naked bodies um and then the song just like picks back up and then it ends at the end. And it's really a, a horrible, horrible t- 10 minutes and 47 seconds. Yes. Uh, yeah, I agree. that. Um, so you made her watch that? Yeah, really brought down the whole mood of the party. I no thought, shit. It, I thought it was f- going to be funnier than it was.
0: <laughs> you watched the whole like 11 minutes though?
1: Yeah, we watched the oh, whole no. goddamn thing. dude,
0: why? And
1: multiple people, multi- well, not multiple people, she had one of her other friends there too, and the, the other friend kept being like, what if we watch something else? And I was just, and all the rest of us were just like, this is the worst shit. Yeah,
0: yeah, well, kudos to that one friend that was like, hey, you're really bringing the mood down.
1: <laughs> yes. Then on the flip side, we watched a music video to Popstar by Drake, which if you haven't seen that music video, it yes. is beautiful. That's the
0: one with Bieber, right? That yes. Me? Yeah.
1: Yeah. God damn, I love that.
0: Um, little news from my end. Last week, Alex, I tested positive for mono.
1: Yes, the kissing disease.
0: Yeah. So I, uh, they gave me three days of steroids to help with like the swelling, and it did. And I also got uh, real emotional, <laughs> mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, I moved my whole room around, like, and and just like everything. I felt like. Emotionally, I felt like my nipples had just been rubbed raw. Like I, my emotional nipples gotcha. had just like run a marathon. <laughs> uh, like my mm-hmm. skin was so thin and I, I felt pretty good. I was like, oh, this mono is not going to get me. And I was talking to my dad and he was like, yeah, but when are you done with the steroids? And I was like, this is my last day. Sure enough, I woke up, wake up the next morning and I don't feel good. But uh, yeah. I think I've turned a corner. The last couple of days were rough, but I'm feeling a lot better today. So fingers crossed. But it sucks. It's really lame to, uh, you know, have swollen tonsils and not be able to physically interact with people.
1: Did you have any uh, insano fever dreams? No,
0: actually, my fever has not really been a big deal.
1: Oh, uh, when i had mono my fever was insane it was like 103 or something like it was outrageously high
0: again knock on wood barring any like backtracking uh, my fever was manageable like with tylenol
1: oh dang i hope this would transition into me being able to tell you the stress dream i had
0: well go ahead
1: yeah, no, then now it's just a cold, it's a cold transition. And it sounds like I was just ramping up for the story the whole time, which I was, but I hope that it would have transitioned with you telling me a crazy dream story. And then I could have told you my crazy dream story.
0: Well, I will tell you the first night I was on steroids. I'll tell you the dream I had. Yay, was, my plan worked. Yeah. So my parents were renewing their vows, right? And okay. a little background. My dad is a part paid EMT slash firefighter. So he yeah. goes on like car accidents and things like that. Yes. And we were all at the wedding venue and my dad is missing. And so is my grandpa. And we're just like looking around and I'm like calling my dad, like, where the hell are you? And finally he shows up and he just looks horrible, but he's got his tux on. We're like, where were you? And he was like, well, my dad just died in a car accident. Let's get married. <laughs> oh my God. It was bad, dude. It was not good. And God so I, uh, damn it. Yeah. Yeah. I texted my dad and was like, hey, guess what? I just had <laughs> a weird dream about you. Uh, but none of those things happened in real life. So that's nice. Uh, your turn.
1: <laughs> Mine, again, and this has happens to me a lot. While I was experiencing it, my heart rate was extremely elevated. When I tell you this story, I find it hilarious. Yeah. Um, I was laying in bed and my desk where I'm currently sitting is at the foot of my bed. And I could see, I was laying in bed and I could see someone sitting in the, ch- in my chair mm. at my, at the, foot of my de- at the foot of my bed and they spin around and I don't know who it is. I, th- that's not important to the story. It's not anyone, but it's a man and he's covered in poopy. Okay. He's like a poop <laughs> man, he's like a, but he's like, a, he's not made out of poop. He's a normal man <laughs> that just looked like he took a dive in a septic tank. Okay and then he just he like lifts up his hands like threateningly and i'm like don't you fucking do it don't fucking do it and then he just starts like smearing his poopy hands on the foot of my on the foot of my bed and i couldn't i couldn't push up off the bed to like confront him to stop him from rubbing his poopy hands on my bed (laughs) jeez
0: that's awful
1: (laughs) But uh, he, that was his only, he was just an evil person that just wanted to spread his poopy hands all over my sheets.
0: <laughs> all right. To...
1: All right. Let's get into
0: this. What's our <laughs>
1: word of the day? Yeah, Jacob, our word phraser concept today is
0: animals. Animals. I love animals. I'm unfortunately allergic to some of the ones that I like.
1: Uh, what are you allergic to?
0: I'm allergic to cats and a little bit dogs
1: and a little bit dogs.
0: Yeah, those dogs the, don't bother me as much as cats, but those are the two main ones. I know. I know, and it's kind of a bummer, but uh but I still like them. I I I really really love people who own pets so that I can go spend time with their animals and then come home to where I don't have one.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really like that as well. Sometimes I really want a dog and then other times I'm excited i don't have a dog and i know that's like sacrilegious to say in today's day and age but
0: right yeah um especially in a city of like young people like in austin it was like illegal for me to not own a dog it was weird i was oh, like yeah. frowned upon
1: yeah um, the same. i tell people i don't have a dog and they're like you're 27 and living in an outdoorsy town and you own a truck and you don't have a dog and i'm like right <laughs> I, I, I know i'm sorry
0: yeah, and you're like, I don't have to clean up the poop out of its cage after I've been at work and school for thirteen hours in a row.
1: That's the thing. That's 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 the main reason is yeah. like, Oh, I have way too much other stuff going on. That dog would sit in a kennel. And I know some people that are good dog owners and the dog seems happy, but I, their dog sits in a kennel. Yeah. For most yeah, of the
0: day. It, it's tough, man. I, but I really love um I guess it was like early December, our friend Catherine had a second birthday for her dog uh out at a dog park and just invited a bunch of people and their dogs and i was like the weird dude without a
1: dog <laughs> oh yeah that is weird that does make yeah. you a weird dude
0: <laughs> i know so i was just like trying to be nice thankfully there were some other people there that i knew like, not just katherine but
1: showing up at a lamaze class just not pregnant yeah it's like oh, i'm just here for the breathing exercises just want to yeah. learn how to calm down
0: right right exactly <laughs> I ate too much. <laughs>
1: yeah. And this is going to be a doozy of a poop. And I just want to <laughs> learn how to uh, pass it.
0: Yeah. Does my food baby count?
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, wanted, I, was, I picked this because I was reminded of a time that I... Uh, well, two things happened to me. Both of them invo- involved spooking animals and subsequently spooking me because I spooked the animals. Okay. One, one time was just yesterday on my morning run. Um, I, I run through a park that's right behind my house and there's, it's not a lit park Mm. that, that shit ain't lit, you know?
0: Yeah. There's no band that, uh, has the hit single, my own worst enemy there.
1: Uh, right. Yeah. 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 Um, wow. (laughs) What a goddamn reference. (laughs) That was a big, uh, swing. I'm sorry. Um, and I think, and I had headphones in. And I was running at, like, 6.30 a.m., so it was still dark out. And so I was just running via my headlamp, so I was just focusing on the things I could see on my headlamp. And out, I, like, I got way too close to a deer. I think the deer was in a deep sleep, (laughs) and it didn't hear me until I got too close. And then I didn't see it because it was, like, outside of my headlamp range, and I had headphones in, and it's just, like... (laughs) (laughs) and then ran across in front of me and I just about shit my pants I mean it was like pure terror came out of me and almost the same exact thing happened to me with an animal that is on the endangered species list and I'm happy with if they just die and that is the sage grouse Uh, Um, yeah those motherfuckers are so aggressive and territorial Mm -hmm. I was on a hike once and I guess I got near its nest unbeknownst to me I had no idea and this thing just came (laughs) out of the bushes <laughs> out of nowhere like directly at head level at me and i then it landed then it flew past me and landed in the trail and then just stood in the trail and i like stopped and i had to square <laughs> up with this two pound bird and it was right. terrifying yeah I birds are like, terrifying and then it just stood there i had to like walk up to it. it just stood there and its chest was all puffed out and i just like walked <laughs> past it and i was like what the fuck <laughs> and then someone was I, like that, that animal's endangered and i was like let it go let I'm yeah. done
0: it. <laughs> it is in danger you're right <laughs> and then you did like some karate chop motions yeah 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 i was hiking one time in a green belt in austin behind my apartment and uh i was just i had my headphones in i was kind of doing my thing as well just kind of nodding off and i came about a foot away from a tortoise that was, like, the size of, like, a car rim, you know, or, like, a tire rim.
1: Wow. See, that's Massive. something you and me have no experience with.
0: Exactly. It was right in the middle of the trail, and I was like, holy shit, this is, one, cool. Two, I do I walk around it? What do I do here? Like, I've never seen a
1: tortoise in real life, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, I don't think I've ever seen a wild tur- tortoise, turtle, ever. Ever. I,
0: I... <laughs> I think it was a tortoise because of its size, but I don't know for sure. And like, it was like looking at me a little bit and I was like, Hey bud. And so, you know, I just like walked around it, but uh, yeah, it was, that was cool. Uh, Texas has a lot of animals that I had never seen before uh, until I lived there. Armadillos as well. They,
1: they do have armadillos. I was just going to say one time I was in the car with someone who was so obsessed with armadillos that they made me stop and pull over on the side of the road so they could look at a dead one that had been hit by a car.
0: That, those I never saw in a live one. I've only saw, and I'm telling you, I saw a ton of armadillo roadkill, and they're big. They're big.
1: Yeah. And really, really gross looking. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, uh, Yeah. They're, they're like, their little shells are like kind of fleshy. Yes. And they have little like puby hairs coming off of it. And it's like, Mm -hmm. ooh. Very interesting
0: for sure. Um, and then I would see a lot of, like, lizards. Uh, but you talking about deer reminded me of one time I was camping with my dad and some friends. And this deer was just, like, not caring that we were there. And so I ate, like, half of my grilled cheese sandwich. And then I was like, what's up, deer? And I threw the other half at it, like, trying to scare it away. And it just slapped the deer's torso. And the deer looked at me like, what? why <laughs> <laughs> <I> can <laughs> you believe just... Yeah, dude, it I threw a grilled cheese sandwich. It didn't flinch. It didn't flinch, and it didn't eat the grilled cheese. And it didn't eat the grilled cheese. It might have waited until later, like it didn't want to eat it in front of me, kind of thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't need oh, you. Be pity. like, I'm about to fuck up your whole world. This is called cooked food. It's probably cooked yeah. fu- <laughs> first. Cooked food you've ever eaten in your life. This is about to change uh, everything.
0: I would love if there was a deer that was just like a little hoity toity because it had, had melted cheese. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you guys got to try that. The 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 two legged uh, creatures that sometimes hang out at the campsite. They yeah. have this thing called melted cheese.
0: Alex, have you ever encountered an albino animal?
1: Um, there is one instance that apparently I was alive for, mm, okay. but I will tell this story because it's probably, um, one of my mother and father's separately favorite stories. And now they're no longer together and that's fine. And it's still both of probably one of their favorite stories. I was apparently alive for this. This is when we lived in Missouri, um we had an albino flying squirrel we lived in some some woods in missouri so i was we lived in missouri till i was four five four or five so i was under the age of that so that's why Mm -hmm. i don't remember this um and we had a dog named kosar um who if anybody if anybody listening can tell me why this dog's name was Kosar, I'll give you $100. I'm not joking. Jacob might know, I don't know if he does know. I definitely um, don't. If anyone can figure out why this dog's name is Kosar, I will give you $100. No, but it's the most obscure fucking reference on the planet. Anyway,
0: I'm going to hold you to that. Somebody's going <laughs> to DM me on Instagram and well, be like, yeah, one hey, person one
1: person knows the 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 reason and hopefully They shut the fuck up about it. Um, (laughs) Kosar would go ballistic. It was a Weimaraner. So it was, uh, she was a tall dog, really athletic and fit, really lovely dog. I remember her as a dog, but I don't remember. Kosar would go ballistic at this squirrel. And I mean, I think it's because she could see it better. Yeah. Right? Like other squirrels got lost in the trees, but you could very clearly see this. And this squirrel would just taunt her. It would just Mm -hmm. sit on tree branches above her head and just and she would i mean her voice we were worried about her like vocal cords because she was barking so much and so aggressively at this we like couldn't let we couldn't let her outside because we were worried that she was just gonna drive herself into a frenzy about this squirrel so one time kosar was in the house thank goodness but the squirrel was up on my mom's bird feeder Mm. now this is the bird feeder that my father made her when they were dating Okay, that's cute. And at the time, she probably her most like cherished possession from what my father had gave her. Mm-hmm. And it's sitting on the bird feeder, and my dad takes out a shotgun, <laughs> and is like, "I'm gonna kill this fucking squirrel so that our dog can go back, like she can relax and go back outside." And my yeah. mom's like, "If you hit that bird feeder, I'm gonna kill you." That bird feeder. And he's like, "I'm not gonna hit the bird." And he was like, "It was across the deck." Yeah i mean it's not a far shot it's what with 15 feet across the deck 10 feet across the deck it's across yeah. the deck and he goes i'm not gonna hit the fucking bird feeder and she's like if you hit that bird feeder i will kill you and he's like i'm not gonna hit it, the bird feeder and she's like don't hit the bird feeder and he's like i will not hit the bird feeder right boom bird seed everywhere just an explosion <laughs> of bird seed all over the place oh man just bird seed scattered everywhere and and i shit you not the squirrel running away he <laughs> only hit the bird feeder <laughs> that's all he hit so how was is your sh- dad
0: still alive
1: yeah yeah they're divorced now so who who would have thought
0: <laughs> that <laughs> was the final nail in the coffin <laughs> in the papers like yeah i'm divorcing because
1: of the because bird feeder of incident. 20 years ago or, yeah no 15 <laughs> years ago you shot my bird feeder with a shotgun
0: <laughs> i uh well, it's funny that you mentioned albino squirrels because that's where I was going as well. It Not was an albino I've...
1: flying squirrel, sorry. Flying me... squirrel. Oh, okay. which, are, which is a weird animal.
0: Yeah, you did say flying squirrel. I, uh, but I used to, in grade school, just fill notebooks up with like lyrics that never became actual songs.
1: Right. So just I like, would, like one single verses or something like that.
0: Exactly. But I would do them in albums. So I would write like a twelve-track album, and each song would have like themes and things like that. But the name of the fictional band that I was writing for was The Albino Squirrels. Oh. And then like their album covers would be like just these like red eyes <laughs> Ew. <laughs> and, uh, and I would draw those as well. But yeah, I was, uh, for some reason thought it was fun to have them be albino squirrels. And I have those notebooks somewhere still. And, uh, the lyrics are bad. I was mostly, it's mostly just like platitudes that I'm reciting. Uh, you know, it's like if you took Fall Out Boy and Panic at the Disco and just put them in a blender yeah. and then took things out of context, that's basically what they are.
1: <laughs> yeah. I loved you and you left me.
0: Yeah, I think there was that one was called like, Broken Glass. And it was like, this window is shattered. <laughs> like, <laughs> just dumb shit like that, you know. But uh, the albino squirrels, find them on Spotify and Apple Music. Are they really? No, God, oh.
1: no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I would have been more excited about that.
0: No, Some, Aubrey. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Oh, I was just... That just reminded me. I was... You, we were just talking about embarrassing things we made when we were younger. Somewhere out there, I made a mountain biking documentary. It is oh, yeah. This, you've
0: told me about this, yeah. It's
1: far flung to the ethos. Also, anyone listening, I don't... I don't know how to get a hold of this at all. It was posted on my video my av teacher's web personal website that's the only place i knew that it was posted (laughs) and that website no longer exists i remember i remember it being not a good video i remember it being a video that it looks like a high school av professor teacher made yeah
0: yeah i mean all the stuff I made in high school now I watched and I'm like, wow, this is aged very badly. <laughs>
1: it's the only thing I made like that. And it's just gone to the wild. So this is, I just want it back. I just want my mountain bike documentary back.
0: I, I've kept almost everything I've ever made, but it's like, there's like two or three things that I just like either threw away or lost. And, and those are the ones that I'm like, I really want to see this.
1: <laughs> because I have a version of it in my head. Yeah. And it's not that bad. And I, okay. I really want to prove myself wrong because I really want to watch it and be like, "This is shit. <laughs> I'll tell this you is what, real when, fucking bad."
0: When we're done watch or when we're done recording, we will, uh, we'll we'll see if we can find it. And if we do, then great. Okay. Uh, but you know, back to animals. Um, I, as a kid, my favorite animal was a cheetah because they were fast, and I think most kids would say that. <laughs>
1: um uh that was also my favorite animal and it was because they were fast but i learned some fun facts fun facts part of the reasons that makes cheetahs so fast is their stride length
0: their ah. stride
1: length at full tilt when they are at full tilt is like 27 feet or something like that
0: holy Between, cow
1: yes it's insane and they can accomplish that they can stretch their front legs out mm-hmm. further than most animals can because they are one of the few mammals without collarbones. They don't, oh. And if you lift your arms up right now, you will realize that your collarbone is the thing preventing you from lifting your arms up more. Yeah. And so they don't have collarbones, so they can stretch their front legs out ridiculously far to get like an even bigger stride length. There's some fun facts.
0: Interesting. Did you, when you traveled around the world, encounter any weird animals um
1: so I scuba the Great Barrier Reef, which I've mentioned before, but I could tell you that story. Yeah. Uh, have I told you that story about the big ass fucking
0: grouper? No. You've talked about manta rays that you Oh like, right. That man. was in Hawaii. Okay.
1: This is the Great Barrier Reef in Australia. Um this is where I, I scuba dive. You can scuba dive in Australia for uh without a license. They just don't fucking care. Cool. It's wild. They just put the tank on your back like a backpack, and then they right. put the mouthpiece in your mouth, and they're like, breathe through this. Huh, great. <laughs> um, and then we did like a three-minute, like if it comes out of your mouth, put it back in, Yeah, and it's a one-way valve, so you can push th- push the water in your mouth Yeah, through the one-way valve, like breathe out before you breathe in. That's right. it. That's your only step. Cool. And so I signed up, and it was on a really small boat. I have said that before, and all that stuff. And it was there was just me and two other like dads going. They were super dads. One was from Sweden, and he yeah. was just the daddest dad. He literally had <laughs> s- s- the Swedish flag, which is blue and yellow colored, like hibiscus, uh, swim trunks on. You know, with like Beautiful. the big, big flowers. And they were the the trunks were like too big. Yeah. And he was just like a tall, lanky dude. And then one uh, one other dad. I can't remember where he was from. Maybe he might have been from America as well. And then me. Yep. We were the only ones that signed up for the scuba diving portion of it. Everyone else just signed up for the snorkeling portion. Of gotcha, it. gotcha. Okay. Um, and our drive, dive instructor was great. She was very helpful, very calming. I am very comfortable in the water. I, I always have been. I am the first one in the water with all my stuff on. And it's a little disconcerting because you have a, that dive tank is really heavy, right? Um, and it's kind of scary just jumping in the ocean with something that heavy on you, like it weighs you know like sixty, seventy pounds. And I'm like, I'm going to sink with this, which is the right. point. But I'm just yes. like, that's a little freaky.
0: You have to sink enough to stay underwater.
1: Yeah, but turns out I didn't sink enough, oh. and she—that's th- because she had already filled up um, our air belts. Oh, okay. Then she was doing everything. Like, I didn't know how to operate this air belt. And then the other boys get in the water, and the water's crystal clear, and you can see the reef and the fishes below, and I'm super-duper excited, and I'm, I'm just, like, peeing my pants with excitement. And then she's like, I'm going to come by and hit your air belts. The air is going to go out of them, and you are going to sink all the way to the bottom, which was only, like, 20 feet down. And when you're on okay. the bottom, just kneel on the bottom and wait for the other the rest of us to join you. Okay. And... And she says, you know, who wants to go first? And I was like, I'll go first. And she'd poop and and I'm basically not in control. And the air comes out and I just sink slowly. And it was like this beautiful, wonderful, fantastic experience as I like went below those waves and everything got really, really, really quiet. And there were just gorgeous colors and just teeming with life. I mean, there was fish everywhere and it was absolutely stunning and i hit the like really soft soft silty sand below us and just sort of kneel down and i am panning over this what i can only describe as like one of the most magical moments of my life i had traveled around the world this was one of the biggest things i wanted to do i had a a small reflect back at all the things i had been through prior prior to me at that point in my life and I was so happy and so excited and I'm like panning from like uh, like looking over my right shoulder like panning around to my left and I look over my left shoulder and there is a grouper fish like six inches from my face. And for those that don't know a grouper fish oh my God. is I just looked very big. Cow. They are like car sized it's huge humongous and they are very ugly but i again the size of it, it that its head was the size of my torso let alone the rest of its body was huge right. <laughs> and it's six inches from me i turn and i go bah! i s- screamed I, i'm not a person <laughs> who screams that much i screamed and jumped and the fish just kind of sw- now i've spit out i've spit out the mouthpiece the, the only thing they said don't not to do and since i'm mm-hmm. in such a panic i like grab it and just immediately suck in because i was i was like freaked the fuck out i sucking yeah. just suck in all the water that was in my mouth that she's explicitly <laughs> said she's like there was one there was one step and you couldn't do right. that one step and then i was like coughing into the mouthpiece like so i had the Mouthpiece around my mouth and was like coughing into it, trying to get this water like out of my mouth. And eventually, I just, I didn't, I didn't tell anyone. What was I gonna do? Like a point that I got to go back up, I wasn't gonna be that person. I just like did our little. We then we like all linked arms and swam around, and it was gorgeous and fun and fantastic. But my throat and lungs were like searing on fire pain, and as I was trying to like (laughs) cough, cough through this, this fucking mouthpiece the entire time because I screamed at a grouper. (laughs) <laughs>
0: that's fair that's uh because they are gnarly i cannot imagine being face to face with one
1: and i i when we got back to the surface i didn't i you know i wanted to look cool it i'll be honest she was uh an attractive australian dive instructor yeah and i was 19 and she was like 27 and i was like you got this and i, I didn't got they wouldn't get shit she was at her job <laughs> she was doing her job alex jesus right. christ um, yeah but I, you know, I so I didn't tell her I screamed at the grouper, but I was like, I saw that grouper down there, and she was like, Oh, yeah, some people feed them off the boat, so they get friend, they see the boat overhead, and they get mm. they they know that might mean food. Gotcha. Um, so they they are attracted to the boats, and I was well, like, Well, I'm, oh. I'm
0: glad that you worked food, Alex.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good. I also saw a sea turtle, and I poked my head up and I said, There's a sea turtle over there, and I've never been yelled at by an Australian man before. But an Australian man yelled at me, Don't go anywhere fucking near that sea turtle, because they're super endangered. And he's like, Where is it? Where is And he had to like document it. And then he was like, Had to take it back to, uh, I don't know, some wildlife biology people.
0: Are you ready for a little police bladder, Alex?
1: Uh, yeah. Police
0: bladder. Police bladder. Police bladder. Police bladder. The city manager reported a new business had opened and did not have a city business license. Code enforcement responded and advised the two owners they needed to obtain
1: a city business license. Wow, I like that these two people just thought they could just uh, just set up shop somewhere. <laughs> just and Just
0: throw like, up a building and open up, yeah. <laughs> yeah they're like, we're open for business. <laughs> the city's like, what? That's, uh, yeah, that's wild, to be honest. Like, we, uh... Yeah, how do you not know that? I'm sorry. That's
1: I'm yeah. not judging. I'm just like I'm judging. You, if you don't if you don't know that, you're going to have a lot of problems with the paperwork side of whatever business you're running. Yeah. I imagine. mean, that is like the bare minimum.
0: <laughs> a number of residents of an apartment complex reported their delivered packages had been stolen.
1: Oh, fuck them. Fuck that's a
0: bummer. Porch yeah.
1: pirates. Yeah, that's a that's such bullshit.
0: I had an Adam and Eve package that was supposed to come earlier this week, and that got nabbed, too. I don't have a massive double-ended dildo now.
1: Hmm. Well, the good news is there's always more.
0: Yeah, that's true. I just don't get why they don't toss in a free bottle of lube with it, you know?
1: Yeah. It's the least they could do. Clearly, it's not going in dry.
0: Right. A nine one one caller reported an individual was threatened due to their out of state license plates. An officer responded and made contact with both parties. Both individuals were advised to go to separate and go about their day. So, okay, on, the three, have, on the count of three,
1: on the count three, you and me are going to say what license plate that was. Okay? Yes. Go ahead. One, two, three. California. California. Yeah. yeah. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Montanans, you don't need to threaten Californians personally like that you just welcome them into the state and then tax the hell out of them
1: yes yes laugh at them as they drive their two-wheel honda civic on snowy roads right and then let's take some of their
0: money legally through taxes so that we can build a better roads and education systems right
1: yes but don't be mean to them come on
0: yeah you don't want them you don't want to go to california and have them be mean to you because you don't know how to drive on their freeways
1: yeah and as clearly demonstrated, they will call the cops on you. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all I got this week, Alex. Oh, that was a good one. I like that last one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, my, I, the police spotter has been a little light the last couple of weeks. And I was like, dad is like, uh, did they change it or something? And he was like, no, it's January. It's the dead of winter. Nothing's happening.
1: Yeah. It's cold, cold as shit. Um, yeah. <laughs> you got sick. I was very busy this week. And so I, and I, I watched a, another music video. I watched a lot of music videos this week. Um, and it was one of the most uplifting things I've seen. So I just wanted to mention it here at the end. Okay. Uh, the song is called Something About You. It's by Elderbrook and Rudimental. Elderbrook is one word. Something About You by Elderbrook. Watch the music video, it's absolutely lovely. It, it brought a big ass smile to my face. I will do that. I appreciate it. All right. Anything else, bud? No, we are coming up on a year
0: in a couple of weeks and we've got something fun planned. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Stay tuned for that and I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. Ginger on Ginger is brought to you by California Tana, the utopia with which our two societies will collaborate to create.